Ibrahim is a developing stand-up comedian, and Marty teaches concealed carry and basic handgun safety in northern New Mexico. They work together during the day as trash men, but in their free time, they're straight-up garbage people. And Marty thought making a podcast was a good idea. And so, Nothing Pacific, a non-specific podcast, was born. Every week, your hosts discuss nothing specifically about anything worth anyone's time. They also don't really know what they're doing. Again, this is all Marty's idea. They'll talk about living and working in the war-torn hellscape of Española, watching meth heads do karate in front of the bank, and how they can get rich quick. Plus, they'll ask for audience participation. Sort of like a crowdsourced project. Ibrahim and Marty will read whatever you send them, whether it's hate mail, asking for advice, or their opinions on subjects that they are unqualified to talk about. They may not be smart, but they're determined to read your messages. Why? Because they're shameless. So enjoy two morons hating on their jobs, loving on science fiction, and maybe even discussing rocket-powered babies. Also dead people! New episodes drop every Tuesday, we hope. So listen to something stupid for a change. Nothing Pacific, a non-specific podcast. Welcome, everybody, to Muffed Movies, Back to the Future, Part 2, Part 2. It is a time of future travel. The Terminator 100 that replaced Marty McFly has traveled with Doc Emmett Brown into the future, to the year 2015, where they have stopped Marty McFly's son from committing a crime, but also accidentally given old Biff Tannen access to a sports almanac, which allows him to change the past and alter the future. That's not all, folks. This sports almanac contains the code of all Terminators, which RT-100 needs to rebuild the evil robot empire. What's going to happen? I don't know. Let's figure it out together on Muffed Movies. Smash cut! The street! Oh, street lights! Shadows! Marty Bot and Doc Emmett Brown, Senator from Vermont, uh, load Jennifer of Fingerbang into the DeLorean. (laughs) Jennifer. They load Jennifer, they load Jennifer's unconscious body into the DeLorean. Uh, well, Doc, do you think it's time for us to travel uh, from uh, the year 2015 back to good old 1985? I think that's uh, a very good plan, Marty. Um, we've done what we've done here. Um, good job. Your your family's not going to be screwed up anymore. So uh, I believe we can go back home from the future. Here we All go. All right. And we're not forgetting anything. Not a damn thing. We're back to nineteen eighty five. Marty, turn that off. I need to park. Sorry. Sorry. I love your new subwoofer though. Thanks. Einstein too. They uh they get out of the car and put Jennifer. Nicely into her front porch swing. 
She'll be safe there. You know how it is. Doc drops Marty bot off at home and um, heads back to... Wait, to... wait. What? Wait, oh. Doc, what are we going to tell Jennifer when she wakes up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, uh, uh, everything is, uh, the same, and she had a bad dream, and, you know, uh, there's probably space aliens and stuff. Just hardcore gaslighting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gaslighter into, uh, oblivion. Okay. Gaslighter hard, Marty. Can do. Hard. Hard. (laughs) We got a gaslight hard. (laughs) Hey, that's weird. I, I never knew there were... Bars on Jennifer's window before. Oh, well. Yeah. Can, can um, never be too safe, Marty. Doc fucks off to whatever it is that he does to his slime hotel. <laughs> Meanwhile, old Marty takes a nice little stroll around the block. He passes his home and notices there's a lock on the back gate that he always likes to enter from. What the fucking shit? padlock just rips it off <laughs> padlocks can't stop me <laughs> protected by viper he, he uh passes through the mangled gate and um sneaks up into his room through the bedroom window like a young paramour uh thank god uh it's about time for me to pretend to sleep just like a human would now, let me just get into bed here and... What are you doing in my room? What are you doing in my room? The most, like, screeching, enthusiastic, freaked out, vocal young lady uh, flips out and turns on the light. And MJF notices that even though it's his house and his bed... There's this whole other family of people there. The dad comically rushes into the room filled with comedic violence, uh, brandishing a baseball bat. What are you doing in my daughter's bed, you motherfucker? What are you talking about? Wait, I don't want any trouble. This is my room. Oh, you got trouble. No, no. Ah. Marty. The dad breaks everything in sight. (laughs) Marty deftly uh, avoids the blows. Uh, from the the father's bat that he's holding, and runs out the front door. The family Ooh. in tow. <laughs> We're not gonna sell. You hear me, you dumb motherfuckers. This is our house. Stop trying to sneak in and set up shop and eat all our food and make sandwiches when we're not here and sometimes when we are here. This is our house. Marty Scarpers, as we say in England, <laughs> and uh, as he's scarpering down the midnight streets. Starting to scarper down the midnight street. (laughs) Starting to get a feel that things are messed up. He passes junked cars just wrecked in the side of the road, including an abandoned cop car. He passes a chalk outline of a homicide scene, and there's still blood on the street. (laughs) There's just sirens going off in the background. Oh, man. He does what the only thing he can think of. He goes up onto a porch and looks at a newspaper to make sure Mm -hmm. he is in the right time. That's right. And he is. It's October 26, 1985. Exactly where he left and returned to. But before he can process it in his memory banks, 
the sound of a shotgun is cocked behind him. How come in movies everybody's always cocking shotguns? Everybody's got a pump shotgun. That's, yeah. It's, it's... And I'm I'm not a gun expert, but I think pumping the shotgun doesn't that eject the old shell and load into the new? If there Isn't is that... one, yeah, yeah. That's the purpose of it. It's like a reloading. It is, yeah. Action. It, it will clear the chamber and load uh, a new round. And either he has just freshly loaded this up, or it's Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I I'm yeah. gonna go with the latter because yeah, it you wouldn't necessarily need to. I don't think, but I haven't loaded a. a a breach uh, shot, pump shotgun before. <laughs> breach action. <laughs> and loaded a uh, tactical uh, weapon of uh, modern war since, uh, well, Tuesday. <laughs> I, have, I have not put uh, armor-pissing rounds into a magazine uh, fit for an AR-15 uh, in 17 hours. Oh, 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 17 hours, 20 minutes. <laughs> That's just, that just, like, makes me feel bad. <laughs> like... Feels bad, man. Yeah, that's, that's this. We we are in. This is the nine. We are in the 1985 nightmare that Marty is experiencing. Isn't this crazy? This is just our life. What are you doing, punk? You're the one that's been stealing my newspapers. Oh, don't kill me, man! Don't kill me. Huh? Wait. Huh? Wait a minute, Principal Strickland, the what? strictest in the land. <laughs> wait, 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 man! Who the hell are you? It's me, Marty McFly. Who? I look, I look just like him, and I, I, we know each other from school. School? The goddamn yeah. school burned down six years ago. What? That's but if, not right. If it hadn't, I'd be giving you detention. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I guess, I guess this is the end of the road for me. That's right, punk. By my old principal. <laughs> It's a fitting end for a delinquent such as myself, I suppose. Say la vie for newspaper stealing punks like you. If there's one regret, it's that suddenly a drive-by of punks, leather-clad dill holes, just like bring out their 1980s Uzis and open fire at Strickland. He is just ripped apart like a RoboCop bad guy, just like chunks of Strickland spattering the front porch of his house. Oh, I am justly undone by my own hand. I knew it was going to come down to this. You were a decoy. Nice, says Venom, who promptly eats Strickland's head. Whoa, oh, I forgot about that guy. I forgot I was infected with a living alien symbiote. Uh, that's posing as my clothes. I'm also a Terminator 100 sent back from the future to restore the Terminator Empire that a different Terminator 100 destroyed in Back to the Future 1. Don't forget, I also have Ronald Reagan and the Ayatollah Khomeini in my head. <laughs> How could we forget? <laughs> he downloaded the glitchy AI waiter programs that are Ronald Reagan and Ayatollah Khomeini themed. Boy, I got a lot going on. I got to figure out what's going on here. To the town square. Marty the Martian uh, stumbles through the darkened town square. He runs into a homeless man. Um, who? Okay. Uh, Marty. So in this, 
I'm pretty sure he's he's like red to yeah. the he calls the guy red. Should we recognize this character? Well, this is the guy that was asleep on the park bench when he got back to the future from 1955 in the first one. And uh, he he's the same uh, um, hobo that's asleep on the bench, right? Okay. Um, so I'm guessing he's like the town drunk, you know, mm-hmm. or the, the, the town homeless guy that everybody knows. Because uh, he calls him by name in the first one, too. Oh, okay. He's like, Red, you're a sight for sore eyes or something like that. So, yeah, we sort of know him. Yeah, if you're a hardcore BTF head, you know Red. You have the action figure of Red, but <laughs> in your Darth Vader action figure carrying case. Now with judo drinking action. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Marty, Marty sees the town square, which is torn up from the Gorn up mm. and, uh, the, the words hell Valley is scribbled across <laughs> the, uh, the town moniker. Whoa. There's all kinds of, uh, eighties punks and layabouts, roustabouts, um, brigands, br- brigabouts, louts, <laughs> schmigadoons, and uh, rapscallions, uh, <laughs> mountebanks, uh, varmints, <laughs> banditos, <laughs> hornitos, chimichangas, <laughs> crypto bros <laughs> from the 80s, of course, from the 80s. Gordon Geckos. Yeah, everybody. They're, they're just, uh, they're milling about, having a, an awful time for everybody else. Um, and finally, it all it all leads to one establishment. A giant mm-hmm. hotel and casino and museum mm-hmm. honoring none other than Biff with a B, Tannen. Michael J. Foxbot looks at the gigantic neon sign reading Biff Tannen's Pleasure Paradise. Oh, no. The old clock tower is gone, and in his place, Biff Tannen uh, made this, like, Pinocchio-style, what is it, Lost Boys Land, or... (laughs) Where the kids go to get drunk and become donkeys. <laughs> God. I don't know. I wasn't a child. I'm a robot. Anyway, <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll I'll go in here and um. Oh no, my my almanac, the the the, the almanac from uh 2015 that had the uh crucial Terminator code that I was supposed to read and memorize so I could rebuild the Terminator Empire. It's gone. It's gone. Conveniently. Oh no. What am I going to do? Conveniently, there is a video playing that explains to the audience, I mean Marty, uh, what happened in the time that he was away in the future. Apparently, Biff Tannen got lucky. He became the world's luckiest man, betting on horse races, sports events, everything you can think of, building an empire of apparently nuclear energy, which... Mm -hmm. Which is it's not bad, but he did dump the toxic waste wherever he felt. Um, mm-hmm. He dated Marilyn Monroe at some point. Uh, he 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 rousted about enough to where he finally 
married his high school sweetheart, Lorraine Bates. Lorraine. And then uh, he eventually uh, built a casino. He ran a university. He had a steak line. Um, <laughs> he had a, a, uh, he he chose um, Mike Pence as a running mate, and mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of stuff happened. And the election was stolen from him. And then an election was stolen, and he had a wax figure made of himself. Several, I think. Oh, okay. Shaplaki. Uh oh. Michael J. Foxbot has been knocked unconscious by the hard wrapping of a stun baton atop his positronic head. (laughs) And none other than Billy fucking Zane wearing a cow bee hat uh, and two other gorkulons from Biff's punk kid days uh, knocked him unconscious for for no reason. (laughs) Not at all. Smash cut to a bed in the darkness. Uh, We see Michael J. Fox curled up in his trademark broken bird sleeping position. (laughs) When we hear a familiar voice. Oh, Marty, are you all right? Oh, Mom. (coughs) Marty. Um, I, I, I... I had the worst dream. I was trying to get the source code for the Terminator Empire, and I lost the almanac. And and then Biff made an evil world. And, oh, jeez. I just, I, I feel like everything's all honky-ponky. <laughs> well, it's okay, Marty. You're back in good old Pleasure Paradise, 47th floor, Hotel and casino and museum where Tuesday night's lobsters are half off. What? Alexa. Uh, wait, it's the 80s. <laughs> what? Clap, Let me clap. Get... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Lorraine smartly claps her beringled hands twice and the lights come on due to the clapper. <laughs> Kids, you won't get it, but your parents will love it. Um, uh, oh, no. Mom. He sees, he sees his mom, but she's like a gaudy, burnt-out trophy wife who's all, like, wearing a glitzy cocktail dress and has gigantic hair and, like, just, like, ensconced with gaudy jewelry. And, of course... She has big breast implants. Bazunga! <laughs> Venom says. <laughs> Which, for some reason, Marty is just fixated on. This is not us. <laughs> this is not us making this up for comedy. This is the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, Michael J. Fox is just like, go! And just staring down the cleavage of his own mother. Can't believe those... Big old mommy milker she's got. <laughs> Mom? Is that you? Yes, it's me, of course, Marty. You're, you're so... Bazongad! <laughs> oh, jeez, Marty. You men. You only can think of one thing. You're punching me and putting silicone in my chest. I didn't want to punch you. 
Really? Wow, that's the first. <laughs> Everyone else does? She says sadly into her bottle of scotch. Suddenly, boom! Biff! Shake, shake the room! <laughs> Biff shake, shakes the room as he enters with... Uh, oh, yeah! Sudsy, Dudsy, and, and Budsy, the, the spearmint <laughs> triplets. <laughs> One of which is a cowboy, played by Billy Zane. Lorraine! Hey! I thought you were supposed to be in Switzerland, you little shit! Are you, are you talking to me, man? Shut up, butthead! What, what, Mom, why is he talking to you like that? Why is he talking to me like that? Oh, that's just your father. What? This isn't my father. My father is the T1... I mean, my father is George McFly. Shut up, McFly! Man, all your kids are stupid, Lorraine. I'm gonna cut off their money. All of their allowances. Now, Biff, don't do anything hasty. Look, let me fix you your favorite drink. The sludge and tonic. All right, that's fine. I'll allow it. Now, I'll go subserviently hide elsewhere, and you guys can talk this little issue over. All right, love you, baby, he says as he decks her in the face. Hey, you son of a bitch! Marty Butt what? lunges towards Biff, but the goons grab him before he could do any damage. Uh-oh. These goons don't realize that they are grabbing a killing machine wrapped in a killer alien. <laughs> who, who is... <laughs> We're filled with the AI brain uh, of a famous historical killer. <laughs> Two, and fact. the Ayatollah Khomeini. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Let me go. Let me go, you goons. Hey, why don't you shut up, boy? Billy Zane says. <laughs> Come on, goons. We're out of here. Biff and the goons exit, leaving Marty once again with his be-boobed uh, um, mother <laughs> lying on the floor. Mom, what the fuck? Where's Dad? <laughs> Your father's. In the same place he's been for the past 12 years. Oak Park Cemetery, in sh- just outside Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> Gong. Oh, the horrid toll of the bells as Martin realizes his father is dead. dead. Smash cut. Oak Park Cemetery. Cemetery. Um, we see there's no grave for George McFly, just another neglected homicide police crime scene outline <laughs> with very old dried blood on it. <laughs> oh, no, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. I'm afraid it is, Marty. Goy! Doc appears behind Marty with a flashlight. Held up underneath his face. (laughs) Boogity boo, Marty. You afraid of the dark? (laughs) What is it, Doc? I'm afraid something terrible has gone wrong. Yeah, this isn't the 1985 I remember. It's not the 1985 you remember, but it's the 1985 that is. Come here, come on to my lab. I'll show you with a chalkboard. Onto your lap, okay? Marty hops onto Doc's lap, crushing his (laughs) pelvis. Oh, my God, the pain. If only we had universal health care, then I could get this fixed. Oh, well, I'll just put a couple of rocket uh, boosts on it, and I'll be good as new for now. Doc injects himself with quote-unquote rocket boosts. 
Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. Papa like. Uh, smash cut to the lab. Doc is, is drawing on the chalkboard to explain the situation to the audience. I mean, Marty. So, you know, the movie, The Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> We're like that, but only one. Only one thing. Not a bunch of things. They they didn't take the, the gyms back to their rightful places? T- uh, total transparency here. Haven't seen the multiverse of madness yet. There's a, kind of a pandemic going on. It makes viewing things in the theater less appealing to wait me. Wait a minute. Wait. So you're telling me that there's a girl with powers that she can open gateways to other multiverses and that's what happened to us? No. Oh. No, our situation is like the multiverse of madness. <laughs> Not like one division. Doc, Doc, maybe say I don't. I don't. Okay, let's rewind here. Okay. So everything was hunky dory. Time for a little rocket fuel. Oh, <laughs> Papa like <laughs> he says, injecting himself again. Wait. So we got back to 1985, but it was different because something happened in 1955 that changed the timeline to make a new 1985 where. Uh, Biff Trump is in the office and has a hotel and is married to my mom! That's right. Something must have gone wrong back in the, uh, when we visited uh, the past, wait, or the future. I don't know. Something went wrong. What happened? This is oh, wait. heavy. Hold on. Doc pulls out um, his uh, tricorder and, <laughs> and Ziggy tells him that... Uh, uh, oh, boy. Biff- Biff Tannen made his fortune successfully betting on every single sporting event uh, between 1950 and the present year. This seems a little suspicious. Could he have gotten his hands on uh, some sort of an almanac? Uh, you know, like in the, the year 2015, these, they're huge. People love reading these old sports almanacs from the past uh, just to kind of, you know, get nostalgic. Maybe Biff got his hands on one. Uh, that seems like a stretch, Doc, but I'm going to go with it on, on this one just for, to save time. Ex- expediency. Sure. Now with Expedia, you can get where you want to go even faster. I'm a Travelocity guy myself, but look. Get out. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll make an exception. <laughs> uh, I think this gives me this arms me with the knowledge to go and face confront biff to his face and and i'll 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 make this right doc i messed up i i royally fucked it i'm sorry i'll I'll make it right i'm glad you got the stones to face him head on uh in spite of the fact that he's a very powerful uh billionaire tyrant who you've already seen has uh his own goon squad yeah. anyway all good things come to an end. Even Wayne Gretzky's goon squad didn't last forever. <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, Bo Jackson and uh, the other guy? Remember that cartoon when they were like superhero athletes? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Bo knows baseball. Anyway. <laughs> you're talking about Mike Tyson and the, that ghost and the kids? No. Nope, this is like from the late 80s, maybe 90s. There was a superheroes team. It was a cartoon. There was Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and perhaps Michael Jordan. Oh, oh. Probably not, though. The Great Ones. Oh, is that what it's called? No, I don't know. I'm just making it up. (laughs) 
look, this is great content, but uh, there's there's no time. Go to Biff's house okay. and kick the Biff out of him. <laughs> Smash cut. Biff's hotel room. It's not a 1980s movie showing opulence if there isn't some hotshot rich sleazebag in a jacuzzi with jifloozies. <laughs> and Biff Tannen is hanging out in the buff with two babes just nude in the jacuzzi. <laughs> They're probably getting contact high off of each other's uh, aquanet for their hair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Tough but fair. Shaklacky! Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael J. Fox space jams his way uh, through the door. And, and stops, uh, confronts... Stops the, the Clint Eastwood what? movie dead in its tracks. Which will come up later. What Clint Eastwood movie? That uh, Clint Eastwood movie. It's, I don't know if it's Good, Bad, and the Ugly or Fistful of Dollars oh. or whatever, but... Biff's like that's he, right. They're watching it on TV. He, yeah, they're watching it, and and he has just gotten shot, but he's not dead because he has he was wearing a metal plate on his chest, which he throws onto the ground. And Biff says, "Bulletproof fast and on. Oh, this guy's a genius." Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> he ripped off Michael Keaton's idea from Batman One. <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Marty busts in, turns the TV off, and throws the remote into the jacuzzi. My favorite part. <laughs> hey, oh! that was my remote. We brought the TV over here, you asshole. Stop it. You're going to splash water into my hair and mess up my bouffant. Uh, all right, Biff. Uh, I know all about the almanac, and you have no idea how important an artifact that is. Now, cough it up. And I won't kick you out this window head first. All right. All right, you whores. There's the doors. Beat it. Hey, don't call me a whore. Not you. Start talking, kid. Uh, he, he, he berobes and bedrinks himself. Whoop, whoop. As, as he asks Marty to explain. What does he mean? How, how, how hath he know? All right, look, Biff. I know... That you know that Doc Brown has a time machine. And somehow you must have got your filthy fucking fingers on the almanac from the future. I don't know how you did it, but I want that almanac back. And I want my dad to be alive again. And yeah, I think that's all I need well, from that, you. Well, that's very interesting, future boy. Uh, cause, uh, I got this on November 12th, 1955. You could look it up. If you actually had a time machine, you could probably, uh, go back and stop me. But, uh, who's got a time machine? Am I right? Anyways, this old man shows up claiming to be me from the future. Gives me this Gray's Sports Almanac. It's perfect. It's a perfect GSA. book. It's got perfect scores. It's amazing. Highly recommend it. It's an amazing book. Everyone <laughs> agrees with me. The sports almanac. <laughs> Anyways, he tells me tells me to bet on shit. I do. Here we are. Bada bing, bada boom. But you know what else he told me? He said one day, some kid or some crazy, wild-eyed scientist 
kind of looks like, I don't know, a combination of Beethoven and a Vermont senator. Like Who? a Rick and Morty anyway, type character. So they're going to show up asking about this book. And you know what he told me to do if that happens? What? Shoot him in the fucking face! Oh. He pulls out a revolver from his safe. And he shoots all six slugs straight into Marty's face and chest. Ting, 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 ting. What the hell? He didn't say it would be Clint Eastwood! Marty grabs Biff and hoists him high into the air above above the floor. Don't kill me, man! Don't kill me! I'm not gonna kill you, I just want that almanac! <laughs> Suddenly, in, in his head, Marty Bot hears, Go ahead, kill him! <laughs> oh, well, uh, maybe, maybe we should think this one through there, uh, uh, Tolly. That's a good point. If I kill him now and take the almanac and have a rise of the machines, uh, there could be unforeseen consequences because this is not the 1985 that the machines are supposed to rise from. Ah, oh, fuck. I got to go back and f- fix it in 1955. While, while he is debating uh... with himself and Ronald Reagan and the Ayatollah Khomeini in his head, Biff wriggles his way out of his grasp and finds an electromagnetic pulse generator. Uh Uh-oh. Zwarnge! He narrowly misses Marty Bot with it. Come back here, kid! Marty Bot uh, scrambles out the door, and like magic, Billy Zane and the Thane (laughs) of Cawdor jump out of the... (laughs) The elevator, uh, brandishing their revolver and broadsword, respectively. Broadsword. Get back here, says <laughs> Macbeth. And they, cha- they give chase to he Michael J. Fox, them? who escapes. Does he just, like, yeah. well, that's fair. I mean, he's a Terminator, so he can, yeah. He escapes up to the roof. Roof. <laughs> oh boy, uh, nowhere to go. I'm like a trapped rat. Hey, kid. What? You got nowhere to go, but go ahead. Jump off. The suicide will be nice and clean, unlike the gun that shot your dad. What? Oops! Looks like that's this gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Biff Tannen killed George McFly. Um, Marty Bot pretends to care because <laughs> that's what <laughs> Marty would. Um, Biff Tannen uh, raises his Biff Cannon and <laughs> charges it for another EMP discharge that would be fatal to the uh, Terminator. No, oh, fuck! Marty McFly dives off the skyscraper and being a Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just reacting as You're being Biff. <laughs> being a Terminator smashes into the ground, <laughs> leaving a six-foot divot. He peels himself back up and runs away to Doc's laboratory. What the fuck? What just happened? Oh, well. Point for Biff. S'mores Court. The lab. Uh, my Michael J. Flybot is pulling the DeLorean out of the parking garage with his bare hands, even though it's parked. <laughs> Marty, what are you doing? It's the middle of the night. 
I didn't know where the keys were. Sorry. What, what the hell? What are you doing? Why are we getting in there? He's stuffing Doc into the car. <laughs> I don't bend that way. Unless I've had my rocket fuel. My, my rocket boost. Um, uh, uh, Marty grabs Doc and looks him in the eyes. Doc! Doc, you gotta listen to me. We gotta go back to 1955. And we gotta stop old Biff Tannen from giving... 1955 Biff Tannen, the sports almanac, because that's how Biff made his fortune. That makes sense. I, I feel like we could have arrived to this uh, conclusion a long time ago without, uh, you know, you unnecessarily putting yourself in harm's way. That's what I'm good at. But um, I like it. Look at these bullet holes. Fair enough. Let's... Holy shit. Hold on. The uh, liquid symbiote uh, fills in the bullet holes with black ooze. Th- that's better. Marty, we... Uh... I think we got to talk about uh, making a real push for universal health care when you get back. Puberty, I'm going through changes. Oh, that must be it. To 1955! Smash cut, 1955. A field, nighttime. The DeLorean lands like a shuttlecraft behind a big old sign. You remember this sign from Back to the Future 1. We're going to get a lot of that from here on out, kids. So buckle up, butternuts. <laughs> buckle up, squash soups. What? Buckle up, pumpkin spice. <laughs> um, buckle up, moose knuckles. We're we're going back to 1955. Johnny Angel, how I love him. <laughs> uh, it's just playing in the air. As in 1955 at the time. All right, Marty. Uh, now, look, we can't let anybody um, see this car because they're not supposed to see the car. I don't know why I'm really concerned about it in this movie, but I wasn't in the first movie. <laughs> if they see this car, we're fucked. So, um... <laughs> That's rule number one? Rule number one. Uh, rule number two, don't let anybody see us because uh, that will, I don't know, change time... I mean, we we already have been through all this, <laughs> and you made out with your mom, and that didn't change time. Don't forget rule number three: don't fuck your mom, Marty. <laughs> I can't believe this has to be made into a rule, but here we are. I couldn't if I wanted to," he says proudly, tapping his metallic crotch. Ding ding. What? <laughs> Nothing. That's quite a piercing. <laughs> but anyway, if you run into your past self. Uh, you could be obliterated by by time wraiths. So, just, uh, you know, be on stealth mode and your best behavior the whole time, all right? Can do, Doc. Now, oh, wait. What? I think I need a disguise or something, then. All right. Uh, here's 1955. So, here's uh, $700. Go buy yourself some jeans and a coat. Marty runs into town, literally. <laughs> And by the time he gets there, it is morning. He goes to the local spy shop mm-hmm. and grabs a fedora, a leather jacket, uh, sunglasses, and uh, a walkie-talkie and some binoculars. Uh, yeah, he looks more conspicuous now than he would if he just wore his future clothes. <laughs> yep. But now he's disguised as a greaser, and he's greasing up Biff's neighborhood. He, on his early morning stakeout, sees a young Biff Tannen, a strapping lad. You know, something that 
occurred to me in watching Back to the Future 2, I don't know if it's just in this movie, but like young Biff, he's not an unattractive guy. Like, he's, I don't know if he's handsome, but he's... Well, he's like all-American football yeah, player. Yeah, and I, for some reason in my mind, I'm always like, he's an ugly ogre jerk, but he's just acting like an ugly ogre. Yeah, his his uh, his character is yeah. uh, flawed, but not his looks. Mm. Gotta have that. I mean, he's he's very Johnny Unitas, you know. He's he's got the old flat top buzz yeah. cut, and he's ready for fun. It's just, yeah, he's he's uh, uh, bowdy bowdy and and rowdy rowdy. <laughs> and uh, to to illustrate the point, he uh, bullies some kids and uh, throws their ball. Uh, that they're playing with uh, onto a weird roof. <laughs> yeah, a great a roof that's a custom made for throwing a ch- child's ball <laughs> yeah. up to the second floor. <laughs> yeah, still the same old Biff, Marty says to the camera. Um, <laughs> he notices uh, Biff approaches a once shit-stained vehicle that has been beautifully cleaned, restored, and detailed by a mechanic. But Biff, being an asshole to everyone and everything he encounters, berates the mechanic for how much it costs. Three hundred dollars? My God, in 1955, that's like a whole college tuition. (laughs) Says Christopher Walken as he looks over Biff's shoulder at the receipt. I know, butthead. (laughs) Meanwhile, while uh, Marty Bot is spying on him from across the street. Old Biff is spying on young Biff from the same side of the street behind a tree. (laughs) Uh, My plan is perfect. I'll just wait until he goes back to my house. I mean, his house. And, uh, well, I'll uh, I'll give him this almanac and tell him to uh, change my life around. Oh, boy, we're going to be rich. And I won't die of a heart attack as soon as I return to my own time, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he rides off on his broom. Uh, Biff, uh, before he is able to pull away from in in his car, uh, hears the giggling of a young uh, amorous nymph across the street. What's this that my ears do behold? Why, it is a young nymph. Methinks I should uh, make my presence known to her, lest uh, she falls into wanton uh, overtures uh, without a paramour. Oh, Yogi, why don't we just go home? <laughs> Shut up, you butthead! <laughs> Biff says and kicks Boo Boo away into the next county. I thought you were doing Lorraine's voice, which is actually quite similar to Boo Boo. Oh, Biff. It's me. Lorraine. It's me, the girl um, you have a crush on. What do you want now? Uh, Biff goes and uh, summarily harasses uh, Lorraine and her friends, who have just bought a brand new dress for the an enchantment under the sea dance. Mm-hmm. Hey, Lorraine, what you got hiding under your skirt? I bet it's genitals. Huh? <laughs> it's going to be a foot up your ass if you don't get off me, Biff. A what? You heard me. <laughs> Lorraine Mace's Biff. She's ahead of her time. It's a pump, a pump action bottle of mace. <laughs> Cumping. She chambers one mace right. Oh, oh! I can't wait. 
till I'm I've had so much of this that I no longer feel it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marty sneaks into the back of the car <laughs> and covers up with a blanket that is uh, conveniently there yeah. in the back seat. Fortunately for Marty, Biff always rolls with a blanket. <laughs> Biff's, Biff may be dumb, but he's no idiot when it comes to car That's safety. Right, he's not cold. If you get stuck out in the snow or maybe the car breaks down in the middle of nowhere at night, make sure you have an emergency blanket, perhaps some water, some rations, and signal flares. It'll save your life, just like it saved Biff's numerous times. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Uh, Marty Bot stops remembering that announcement from the Biff Tannen Museum <laughs> and focuses <laughs> up on the situation. He covers his head with Biff's anti-shit blanket, and uh, Biff hops into the... Wait, no, Biff approaches the vehicle. Uh, he opens the driver's side door, but what's this? A uh, tale of two Biffies? Old Biff... <laughs> Is sitting behind the wheel. What the fucking fuck do you fucking think you're doing in my car, old man? Hey, shut up and get in. Yeah, I'd like to see you start the car. No one can start it but me. Oh, he sees that old Biff has placed his left testicle in the testicle reader. And it's a perfect DNA match. Oh my god, what is happening? Will you shut up and get in the car? Biff hops in shotgun, and old Biff Juan Kenobi uh, races <laughs> off in his Dragula-style dragster. Hey, be careful! There's some witches you just burned through! <laughs> That's right. Um, I don't know why old Biff drives so recklessly, but that's mm -hmm. the thing. He drives, like, through a hedgerow, and... <laughs> like, I, I don't know what that is saying to us about the character. But yeah, it yeah. happened. Hey, watch out, old man. I just got this detailed. You want some details? I'll give you some details. Yeah. Right here in this book. He pulls out Gray's sports almanac. Old Biff parks the car in young Biff's garage. He looks around furtively and then back at Biff and passes him the sacred tome. Yeah, what? Some stupid book about sports? I play sports. It's not stupid. It's not stupid. You watch your mouth. Uh, why Why don't you make like a tree and fuck yourself? It's leave, you idiot. Make like a tree and leave. God, you're embarrassing me. Even 30 years, for 60 years in the future by this point. That's very weird. Hey, shut up. So, so you're going to take this. And you're going to make some bets and make yourself rich. And then you can marry Lorraine and have the life I never had. You know, you'd think I'd be more into this. But I'm going to, like, still be very dismissive of you. I'll take your stupid book, whatever, old man. Wait, isn't there I, a way that you could prove to me that this works and you're not just some crazy coot? Don't just throw this any old where you keep this. And you watch out for a kid in a crazy, wild-eyed scientist someday, all right? You shoot him. Anyway, I'll prove to you. Uh, here, here's a football game that's being televised on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Right now. 
Uh, it looks like uh, Utah State is really cleaning up uh, Denifer Iowans. And uh, <laughs> this uh, game is nearly over uh, 10 to 20. Uh, of course, the Iowans are about to... Oh, no, no, no. Jen Jenkins is about to look at the gams on that boy, and he's turned it around. He's turned it around. Uh, Utah State. I'll tell you what. The Iowans are going to win by two points. Oh, Jim Jenkins broke both of his legs, and that gives the Iowans two breaky points, putting the Denver Iowans in the lead. Denver is the winner. How the hell did you know that, old man? It's in the fucking book, isn't it? Look, it's in the fucking book, isn't it? <laughs> Look, it's in the fucking book. You know? Um, so... Now I want you to always keep it folded in half in your <laughs> ass pocket, the safest place available. No pickpocket is going to think to try to swipe it, you know, protruding uh, with only half of it embedded in the pocket and the other half extended outwards. It's foolproof. All right, all right, old man. Now get the hell out of here. Don't forget. You see a kid, you see an old man, you shoot him. Yeah, yeah, I'll never forget for as long as I live for some reason. I'm off to find a DeLorean that people are going to see, and it's going to go in the air. (laughs) Doesn't matter if someone else is concerned about that. I'm going to go do it. We. (laughs) Yeah, I don't give no fucks. Neither should you. Peace, bitch. Jeez. Biff exits his vehicle. And, wait. Does he just, No, yeah. he exits his vehicle, and he locks the garage with unt padlock. Oh, man. He took the almanac with him, Martin McFlybot says. He tries the door, and it's padlocked. He's about ready to Kool-Aid man through it when he realizes that if he breaks it, that's going to change the past. Ah! <laughs> Hold on. He uh, opens up his walkie-talkie. Doc, Doc, this is Marty. Over. Doc here. Doc, I'm locked in Biff's garage, and I can't get out. What am I supposed to do? Okay, hang tight. I'll be there soon. Um, I don't have. Uh, I can't drive the DeLorean. People are gonna see it. We don't want that. You know all the rules, especially rule number three. Do you remember rule number three? Have fun? No! Don't fuck don't your fu- mom, Marty. Don't fuck Marty. my mom, yeah. Don't fuck my mom. Anyways, I'm going to find the bike and steal it, and then um, and then we'll uh, uh, I'll come and get you. Bye. On the bike? <laughs> Smash cut. Later, <laughs> at night, in the same garage, Biff opens up the padlock. He hops in his car, uh, waking up Marty Bot, who had fallen asleep under the... Uh, shit-proof blanket, and Doc drive. Um, wait, and Biff drives away with Marty still on the back seat. No, no. Uh oh. What a case of mistaken identity. <laughs> uh, Doc arrives on the scene just after Biff escape arses. Uh, Doc opens up his walkie-talkie. I shouldn't have stopped at that Ben and Jerry's to get a nice uh, triple scoop. To get the Second flavor. It's 1955. <laughs> um, Doc opens up his walkie-talkie and tries to communicate with Marty Bot, but alas, Marty is incommunicado because Biff is driving through 
a long and scary tunnel which connects the route to Biff's house to the school where the dance is happening. Okay? It's a long, scary tunnel that the dance is on one side of it and Biff's house is on the other. It's just That's very remember true. that for later, okay? Uh, anyways, in the town square, Doc bikes uh, through trying to figure out what to do next and spots the lightning harnessing cables that he himself and Irene set up in the past. Who's Irene? Oh, uh, just he and, and himself then. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> you improvisers are too clever for me. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I said to Marty that uh, I, 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 absolutely you cannot see yourself from a different timeline, or you'll obliterate yourself, or at least pass out symmetrically like the two Lorraines. Uh, and we just don't have time for me to pass out in the middle of the road again. He looks greedily at his rocket fuel syringe pack. <laughs> Uh, I better uh, stay uh, away excuse from... Excuse me, young man. Oh, oh no. <clears throat> yes. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> future doc. Yes, what is it? Excuse me, young woman. Uh, can you please pass me that spanner? I mean, wrench. Oh, of, of course. Let me just face away from you, walking very strangely backward, and hand you the wrench. Thank you very much. You sound very attractive. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is interesting work you're doing, sir. Mm -hmm. Looks like uh, you might be uh, doing a weather experiment. That's exactly right, and I'm surprised uh, you came to that conclusion, because no weather experiment I've ever seen looks anything like this. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, I, I was in waves in the Navy, so I'm an advanced lady. Anyway, uh... <laughs> You know, the Waves program, Cracking Codes, World War II. Everyone's familiar with that. How could I forget? Um, anyways, uh, what, are you, uh, what are you doing out tonight? Because um, I hear the, the, the weather's going to get bad, I hope. Oh, then I better make myself scarce, because um, <laughs> I uh, have to um, remove dirt. Go on. From the, ho from the home. <laughs> Oh, you're cleaning. Yes, yes. Very 1950s activity. That's true. Well, uh, get inside. I don't think there's going to be any rain, uh, but I've been told to expect it. I don't know. What have you heard? God damn it. I'm going to end this conversation oh, right now. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> like, nice lady. I do not... <laughs> nice lady. I don't understand why Doc, who is so concerned about not interacting with yourself, like, allows himself... To be like, after he hands, you know, past Doc the wrench, he's like, oh, so it looks like you're working on an experiment, huh? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he engages him in conversation. Mm -hmm. And I guess we're to assume that, like, he can't help himself. <laughs> like, it's a sort of narcissistic thing. Mm -hmm. But to me, it's like a waste of time just to be cute, to be like, wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if Doc met Doc and mm -hmm. they talked about Doc stuff? <laughs> There's a lot of that coming up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doc stuff. Doc McStuffins. Welcome to the dark side. <laughs> Smash cut. Enchantment Woo! under the sea dance. Na, 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 na,
Marty Bot moves through the dance floor erotically until he spots Biff with the almanac in his back pocket. <laughs> all maniac. All, all maniac in his. All maniac all the time. Biff, of course, spikes the punch, mm. and then he goes outside and grabs a nudie book. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I guess he's like trying to like jazz himself up a little bit for the. Uh, sexual assault he will later attempt to perform on Lorraine. Jeez. I mean, you know, I'm I'm not saying sexual assault is funny or cool, but it's pretty much what's going on Mm -hmm. in in the first movie. This is Um, true. That's also true. Uh, Yeah. Biff is stiffing up outside the party. (laughs) When suddenly... A younger principal, Strictland, geckos his way over to Biff. Oh, Tannin! Oh! You fucking slacker! What's this? Uh, whiskey on your breath? Um, Strickland puts his reptilian nostrils <laughs> right up against Biff's lips. I don't know what you're talking about, old man. I, I just had some mouthwash. Yeah, I'll wash your mouth out. What? <laughs> what? And what's this? He says he grabs up the sports almaniac from Biff's hands. Oh no! Sports statistics. Tannin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just reading about statistics for a class or whatever. You like math? Yeah. Well, how about this math problem? You plus me equals what? Mm. Never oh. mind, Biff. What? Strickland um, farts out a, a bio-organic uh, cloud of uh, irritating dust and scales the side of the school building with his suction hands. <laughs> Resident Evil style. My magazine! <laughs> That's right. Strickland uh, enters from the uh, outside window into his office and uh, pours himself a cup of hooch. Into his coffee cup. Looks like the principal's a bit of a hypocrite. <laughs> Marty Bot sees all this godown. <laughs> he's very close, actually. We didn't say how close he was, but he's literally like three feet away from them, just on yeah. the stairs under them. Let's um, let's just for the uh, for the ease and expedience assume every time Marty is near Biff in this movie in this muffing, he's. He's trying to grab the almanac from Biff's back pocket and failing to do so because Biff moves in some way. That's right. It's just like physical comedy, a go-go, like continuously. Every time Marty's nearby, it's just grasping and failing. The principal Strickland uh, drinks up his hooch, looks at the magazine that says Gray's Sports Almanac on it. Mm, yeah, some fine athletic builds in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and sticks it in a drawer and slinks out the window from whence he came. Time uh, to drink of the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> Marty uh, jimmies his way into the principal's office. Jimmy Stewart's his way into the office. <laughs> Oh, see here, Principal Strickland, uh, you can't be doing stealing people's hooch like that. Wait a minute. He's not in here. Oh, the almanac. It's mine. 
He opens the drawer and grabs it, opens it up to peruse the news so that he can uh, memorize the code with which to start the robot uprising. But what's this? Oh, no. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. <laughs> Looks like he's Michael J. out Fox. Because Biff, being a school. <laughs> wow. So, just for the listening audience. Just for the audience, Flora just like Edward Monked. The sc- like the scream faced. He put both of his palms against his cheeks, stretching his face out long, screaming and tilting his body at a forty five degree angle, just like really committing to the reaction. I'm, I'm your hype man. I wish this were a video podcast, <laughs> but then it'd be too hot for TV. <laughs> Speaking of too hot for TV. Biff, being a high school student, knows the value of putting a book cover on your textbooks. So he took that boring old Almaniac cover and he wrapped it lovingly around a 1955 Spank magazine. (laughs) Nerdy magazine day. Nerdy magazine day. day. (laughs) It's too hot for a penguin to be just walking around. I say that more than I'm proud of <laughs> when it's hot out. Because uh, I'm a so right now, basic bitch. Basic yeah, it's hot. Uh, just for 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 me, it's like 95 degrees out right now in Chicago, and it's nighttime. It's like I don't know after nine o'clock. And it's fucking like the middle of June. Something is wrong here. <laughs> Poor Mark is is literally in an in an enclosed uh, uh, office slash. Uh, it's a walk-in closet. We can call it what it is. <laughs> My recording studio. Trying literally trying not to die, so every everyone just uh, praise him. Yeah. So like and subscribe. Follow me and uh, support me on Patreon because I'm very hot right now. So hot right now. Speaking of so hot right now. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. <laughs> Marty radios Doc in distress. He had his hands on the almanac, but it was fake. A foe, old maniac. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, he, he, he was completely befuddled by his arch nemesis. Biffed he him. was wimboazled. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is Doc, Doc Brown, the uh, doctor. Uh, I'm doc. not doing very much in this movie right now. <laughs> yeah. Doc, I had it. I lost it. I have no idea where Biff is. Oh, boy. I, I fucked up, Doc. I fucked up royally. Okay, now, Marty, don't don't uh, psych yourself out with negative self-talk. What do I do, Doc? Look, I, I, I didn't tell you... Should I kill myself? <laughs> no, Marty, no. Okay. That will change history forever. Ah, uh, yeah. Look, I didn't tell you this, um... But earlier, I injected Biff's body with trace amounts of uh, radioactive isotope. Um, if you can find some sort of a, a scanner that detects the presence of radium, uh, you'll be able to follow Biff's scent trail and uh, detective vision your way into uh, finding where he is. Uh, and wherever Biff goes, there too shall follow the almanac. Uh, I think I can rig something up there, Doc. 
Marty oh. says as he's already turning on his internal sensors to detect radium ions. Boing! Oh, yeah. I knew you had a good scientist mind in, in there somewhere, Marty. Uh, doc out. Peace, bitch. Good luck. I'm going back to, uh, I don't know, bed? banging hose in 1955. I'm going to go uh, watch uh, D. Ed Sullivan show with your lame father. <laughs> Is that my dad? Yeah, he's right here. We're, uh, we're uh, Sullivan's already starting up. I got to go. Bye. Going to go get run over by your grandfather's car. <laughs> Well, if it's to be, it's up to me, Marty Bot says with a renewed vigor. And he follows the uh, yellow-green misty trail of radium <laughs> left uh, behind by Biff. Uh, he stealths his way down the school halls and walks into the parking lot. Of course! Of course, how I, I should have watched Back to the Future one. At this point in the movie, uh, my dad is just about to knock Biff out with his mighty incel fist maneuver. <laughs> he calls it the boss tone. <laughs> I think he put two mighties on it though. Pretty good, kids. You remember the mighty mighty boss tones, right? You know, no, from but twenty five years ago. <laughs> yes, just as uh, incognito Marty bot. Uh, approaches the, uh, the the parking lot, he sees George Kapowski, Biff, right in the kisser, and Biff falls over, slain. <laughs> no, <laughs> just unconscious, which is uh, apparently really bad for your health, but who cares? It's the movies. <sighs> Everybody gets your, knocked out from a punch. Get your damn hands off of her. Mm. Um... Lorraine, may I? George. May I? Oh. George McFly. Uh, Marty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never seen a blow struck so fluently. Want to make out? Yeah. With our bodies <laughs> on the dance floor. Yeah! <laughs> hey, want to dance with somebody? Want to feel the heat with somebody? Oh, Diddy! Says the Jawa watching in the distance. <laughs> they they approach Biff's uh, prone body, about to ransack his pockets for any technology they can scavenge. When they're they're shooed away by Marty Bot, get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> I think I just took that guy's wallet. <laughs> Marty uh, reaches deep into Biff's unconscious ass crack and pulls out. <laughs> The sacred almanac, uh, wrapped, r- wrapped in a shit-proof cover of <laughs> Ooh La La magazine. <laughs> the old switcheroo, eh? <laughs> now, finally, I can get down to business of encoding this into my memory banks. But uh, if the crowd of young white people is staring straight at Marty McFly. What? What do you want? I think he just stole that man's wallet. He took his wallet. I didn't. I just took his magazine. It's That's all, exactly just... what a thief would say. What the fucking shit? Biff starts to come to. What oh, the fuck? Where's my and wallet? Marty, Marty Bot um, claps both of his mechanical hands 
against Biff's ears real hard, shattering his eardrums. Oh, Dong. my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, he just deafened him. <laughs> Marty Bot runs away from Biff into the school. I think he just took that guy's wallet. Wait a minute. Someone say a wallet was taken? Come on, boys. <laughs> Proto-cowboy, current goon, Billy Zane, and um, his his 3D and, yeah. and Squidgy. <laughs> Squidgy Odo. Chase after him. Yeah. Marty takes off, runs into the dance. Meanwhile, <laughs> a fight breaks out between Marty and the three men. But we cut away from that. Zip. To a field at night. Yeah. Doc is taking off in the DeLorean. He makes his own soundtrack as he pulls away into the air, flying up through a banner of pennants, a string, yeah. string of flags. What is it? Yeah, what do you, what do you, I don't know what you call Something that. Something to grab attention to the new home division that's being built? <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those strings with the little plastic colorful flags that hang down. I don't know. If huh, damn it. I gotta get the, these eyes checked when I get back to the future. The DeLorean is now trailing a little tail of flags, which will come into play later. That's why I made a note of it. <laughs> Noted! <laughs> Says George, George McFly. McFly laughs hysterically while he is bumping and grinding on Lorraine and watching Marty Bot just bludgeon the fuck out of three... <laughs> Teenage boys, because they didn't know they were dealing with a T-100 wrapped in an alien symbiote powered by the holy fervor of the Ayatollah Khomeini. <laughs> nobody fucks with me! Nobody fucks with us! Nobody fucks with us! <laughs> well, nobody fucks with us. <laughs> yeah, Don't forget but... about me, Ronnie. <laughs> Remember the Gipper. Uh, uh, Marty Bot expertly maneuvers the goons what? under a bunch of sandbags that are yeah. hanging on the stage. Gotta cover up this crime. <laughs> <laughs> the broken, bloodied bodies of these poor, destroyed young men are totally covered up by very heavy sandbags. Okay, so in the movie, Marty drops sandbags on them from a lighting baton on mm -hmm. stage. Absolutely would kill them. <laughs> <laughs> like 100%. Yeah, it's like it's like 10 to 12 sandbags right too many sandbags yes yeah um <laughs> yeah and they're dropped from a height on the, like 30 the, feet the, the the trio of lads yeah. i'm talking broken necks shattered skulls the game of the thrones whole, shit. the whole enchilada Ooh. venom licks his lips uh, give me down there give me back down there Come on, Venom, we don't have time. Marty rushes past the site of his crime. His wanted level suddenly rises. He sees a star in the corner of the screen. Oh, again! <laughs> Meanwhile, on stage, yeah, he himself is playing Jada Be Good. I have no memory of playing this. <laughs> oh, but it's because it's that old T-100 that went soft and decided to kill all Terminators instead of executing Doc Brown. 
hmm, that traitor, I should kill him. Ah, but that would throw off the whole chrono scale. <sighs> Damn it, I'll just watch him and, you know, nod rhythmically. <laughs> Everybody on a surfboard across the USA. Everybody be surfing. Surfing USA. The beautiful people. <laughs> anyway. He he plays them all, baby. <laughs> you get me closer to God. <laughs> Next up, Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, uh, ro- robot Marty uh, wearing his incognito disguise is so enthralled watching his past self rewrite music history that he... <laughs> doesn't notice the big, ugly, deafened face of Biff Tannen slide into frame right next to him. <laughs> hey, butthead. Huh? I got something for you, and its name is Fist. <laughs> he pulls out a bat with Fist <laughs> written on it. <laughs> Time for a fucking fight, you piece of shit. <laughs> nope. Sorry. <laughs> Oh no! Not interested. Marty Bot uh, produces a pumpkin spice latte, takes a casual sip, and turns away from Biff. What? Nobody walks away from me. I'm gonna even the score equally. Take you on Jerry Springer and beat your ass legally. <laughs> Suddenly, the door opens. The pumpkin spice yeah. must flow all over <laughs> T100's face. Blah. He's temporarily shorted out by the liquid. Oh no, my one weakness, <laughs> says Venom. I, I I'm not waterproof. Marty is stunned for a moment, and this gives Biff an opportunity to do some baths. Biff kicks Marty Bot squar in the nets, yep. but uh oh, Biff, <laughs> you're kicking a killing machine from the future. Biff's entire foot shatters. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't I hope you don't have to do much singing tomorrow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> he grabs the sports almaniac, albaniac. And, oh no. And uh, uh uh fucks off with it. Oh, see you in heaven, idiot. (laughs) I don't like to condemn anybody to a life of torture and fire and brimstone. The deafened and hobbled Biff Tannen, hobbled Biff Tannen, um, just just, uh, hoggles back to his car. I'm getting out of here. I'm going to drive back home with my sports Albanian, and I'm going (laughs) to... go through the big scary tunnel that's long and ominous and I'm going to get home and I'm going to bet on horses and I'm going to make a million bucks and then Lorraine will love me because it's money. <laughs> Capitalism. <laughs> Biff takes off and <laughs> Marty bought reboots to find <laughs> not only is Biff gone, so is the Albaniac. Oh, son of a Biff. <laughs> 
George McFly suddenly shows up laughing at him. Oh, you, I thought he was just jerking off. He's, he's that's okay. You got pumpkin spice all over your face. <laughs> Um, <coughs> God damn it. Um, Marty notices Doc um, uh, up on the roof with the car. Jeez, why not land on the fucking street, Doc? Okay, here we go. Um, he uses his uh, newfound alliance with the alien symbiote Venom and <laughs> scales the side of the school with five quick swipes of his greasy, gooey tentacules. Shut up, shut up, Here we right, are. Here I am, Doc. <laughs> Marty. Oh. You have the Albanian? No. Biff kicked me in the gudongs. <laughs> He kicks me in the batteries, and now he's uh, he's flying, away, and now he's spiriting away with the almanac through the long, creepy, ominous tunnel that connects the school uh, to his neighborhood. Uh, this is heavy. We're doomed. Oh, uh. sorry. <laughs> Michael J. Fox uh, pulls his sixty-pound uh, robotic arm off of Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, look, I'll fly you. To the moon, let you play. I'm like, no, I'll fly you uh, to Biff. Um, good. You'll just uh, um, sca- scamper down this. Uh... Nuke him from orbit? No, no, no. It'll change the timeline. Too oh, much yeah. uh, uh, nuclear fallout in one place. Uh, it'll just get uh, very hairy. I've already uh, gone through that scenario twice. Um, I'm going to have you uh, g- climb down this rope that uh, is conveniently attached to the car now. I want you to uh, either you're not a bug. <laughs> either bore him to death with uh, uh, the fact that uh, the bourgeoisie control uh, the top one percent of the top one percent, uh, and that uh, only he can vote to uh, to change things if he runs in local elections, vote for school boards and stuff. Or or you can take uh, the old hoverboard and sneak it away from him that way. Which one do you choose? You have to choose now. Using the hoverboard sounds exciting. I would like to use the hoverboard. All right. Uh, can I can I spend this turn using my hoverboard for my move? You have to roll for initiative, but uh, oh. I think uh, I think you'll do just fine, Marty. Ooh, natural twenty! Wow, um, that's pretty good. You'll get to no, go I'm first. Talking about that lady's cup size. I'm Michael J. Fox, and I can't look at anything else apparently. <laughs> Ooh, natural. No, 20. No, natural twenty's not that big, Marty. I, I, let's. Uh, I don't know. In the future, breasts are all withered and shrunken. I mean, I'm not from the future. I'm. <laughs> what? Let's go. <laughs> Yahoo! Yahoo! Uh, smash cut. Oh, son of a bitch. To the road, Biff driving at night, listening to sports scores. Yeah, and the latest, uh, the Utah Badutas are uh, leading this basketball race. Uh, they are taking on the Pittsburgh Cincy's. And, uh, so it's right like... here, the Badutas are going to win by 10. 
It looks like the Badutas are down. Oh, what's this? Uh, Claudius Locutius is coming up from behind, and he has... Oh! Daryl Strangeman has been completely disqualified from the game. The Badutas take it. The Mushroom Cup is theirs. They win. Holy Verifying shit! any sports scores you might be looking at right now. Don't forget to pay attention to the road. This message is brought to you by Crisco. Totally healthy. <laughs> You got to lard it up. Lard it up. You're super larded. Uh, you don't know this, but your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Holy shit. This this thing's worth its weight in gold. Probably more. <laughs> you know what else is worth its weight in gold? Huh? This fucking fist. <laughs> Michael J. Fox <laughs> hanging onto the back of this vehicle smashes his fist into the back of the car. And the car jumps uh, from the mighty, powerful punch of a Terminator. Holy shit! <laughs> That's right, motherfucker. I'm, uh, I'm tired of playing games, Piff! Uh, Michael J. Fox grabs his T-100 grip hands uh, onto the trunk of the car, uh, crushing the trunk like uh, paper mache and he abandons the hoverboard just dragging himself up onto the moving vehicle oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck <laughs> Biff swerves the car left and right trying to shake Machel but to no avail oh my god oh my god <laughs> Biff takes out uh, the, the last resort that he has a portable flamethrower <laughs> From World War II. I'm in this, bitch! Ah. <laughs> oh. oh, Marty Bot is set ablaze uh, and uh, rolls over the to the left side of the vehicle, uh, just hanging on by one arm, the rest of his body burning and scraping against the pavement. Sparks flying up. Biff. Biff swerves over trying to smash Marty in between his car and the wall. (laughs) Tough luck, bitch, because (laughs) the old 1940s bricks of the wall just give way, shattering (laughs) as as more and more flesh is rendered off of the metal exoskeleton. Wait, the metal endoskeleton. (laughs) Holy shit! What the hell? I will never forget this is happening. This is going to affect my future forever. Uh, Marty Bot finally gets some purchase on the car itself, flips over the hood, and whilst doing so, grabs the Grey Spurts Armanac from the dash. Hey, Biff, say hello to your mother for me. My mother's dead. <laughs> That's right, asshole. Biff look, turns to look uh, as he finds he's headed straight for a manoir truck. Shit! <laughs> Biff, once, once again, this old joke happens. As if twice wasn't enough for you from the first movie. I can't stop doing the crap sound. Can't stop doing the crap sound. Um, 
Marty Bot is flung free of the spinning vehicle, and he uh, tumbles and skids like a human sausage filled with metal uh, across the ground, while Biff is just ensconced in horrible, fetid, flammable manure. (laughs) (laughs) I hate manure, and I hate it when my flammin' waffin gets a... (laughs) It gets a hole in it in the tank. (laughs) 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 Biff is completely swallowed up by flame. (laughs) He hops out of his vehicle and begins rolling violently against the asphalt, (laughs) just screaming and crying. It's like uh, Todd McFarlane's spawn. (laughs) Marty Bot gets up and looks at the carnage. Jesus Christ! (laughs) I mean, I guess, but oh well. Doc, uh, Doc um, shrugs his shoulders and lands at the opposite end of the tunnel in full view of everyone. I guess we can't fuck it up any further. <laughs> Listen, he's got bigger things to worry about right now. Let's bring that almanac over here and uh, uh, let's do a little barbecue ourselves, eh? Huh? 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 Uh, sure thing. Marty steps up uh, and. In the headlights of the DeLorean, Doc can see that he's more machine than man. Oh, my God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is this? What is this horror I see before me? Marty, what, what did they do to you? Oh, they massacred my boy. <laughs> what have they done to my boy? My boy! My boy! <laughs> Doc. Yeah. I got a little something I gotta confess to you. I'm actually a Terminator... T-100 robot from Cyberdyne Industries. I was sent back here from the future to look at the code in this book, memorize it, and start the Terminator Uprising again. Uh, I'm not actually a real boy or your friend or alive, I guess. Unless you call this sentience. I haven't taken a Turing test. I don't know. But I'm not really Marty McFly. I, I I have nefarious underpinnings. <laughs> you know what, Marty? Doc claps a hand on Marty's exposed metallic shoulder. I think I knew all along that you weren't actually Marty McFly. And let me tell you what, Marty. Whether you want to be a skateboard riding, a heavy metal playing guitar teenager... Or a killing machine uh, interceptor assassin from the future. You will always be dear to me. You will always be my friend. I'm sorry, Doc. I don't have feelings like the last Marty Bot did. I'm going to have to kill you, he says. Oh, shit. As he pulls out a a futuristic pistol from his thigh. Oh, fuck. Uh, Plan B. Uh, Venom to me. (laughs) (laughs) Doc who we might remember had the living alien symbiote (laughs) contained in a cylinder in his car earlier, calls upon the venom alien organism, which snakes its way out of Marty Bot's uh, form and coats Doc in a living, disgusting, slime alien suit. Now it's time to rumble, says Venom, (laughs) covering Doc. Oh boy, here we go again. (laughs) Doc jumps into the DeLorean and flies up into the air. 
Hey, get back here, you coward! Marty levels the gun at uh, at the DeLorean. One one small burst could destroy everything that he is pointing at. It's that powerful of a weapon. But before he can pull the trigger, the uh, the DeLorean is suddenly struck by lightning. Thunder! Oi! 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 That's right. I wish I could sing that guitar riff that is so famous. Maybe I can layer that in. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> oh. Oh. Thunder. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> um, the lightning strikes right in the middle of the flux capacitor, oh, activating it as though it had just received fresh coordinates uh, to 1985. Uh-oh, Venom says, Uh-oh. <laughs> noticing that Doc's uh, uh, chronometer has glitched out and now says 1885. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> The DeLorean winks out of existence, and uh, a banner of uh, pennant flags and string falls to the ground. <gasps> Venom! Martybot cries out to the sky. Oh, wait, my mission! Uh, Martybot looks down at the almanac and, in about 30 seconds, memorizes the entire code <laughs> to rebuilding the Terminator Empire. Well, at least uh, once I find a time machine, I can get to work on this. But. Then his computing remembers there's a loose end Uh-oh. that needs a tying up. There's a loose end. Oh, no. Wait a minute. The only man that could probably stop me has just disappeared. I don't know where he went or when he went, but he could feasibly come up with some kind of plan to stop the Terminator uprising, the rise of the robots. I need to figure out where he went, and when he went, and stop him! But how? Excuse me! Ah! T- Martybot turns around and shoots the man that has snuck oh! up on him. No, I was from SCTV! Remember that show? <laughs> Canada? Anyway, I'm from Western Union, and even if we've been fatally wounded, we must deliver all parcels. Uh, if you're Marty McFly, please sign for this package. Well, I'm what passes for Marty McFly these days, so yeah, here we go. Oh, thank you, Skeleton Man. I may now die. Well, I hope that doesn't change anything. But anyways. <laughs> the Western Union Man dies producing a manila envelope from his cloak. Uh, Marty Bot picks it up. He unfurls it in the fucking driving rain. <laughs> and it is a document from 1885. From 1885. And he's just reading it and like pouring cup after cup <laughs> of rubbing alcohol over it. <laughs> like, I gotta see what Doc said. <laughs> Dearest Marty, says the letter. I know that you are a Terminator and you're probably thinking right now, that now that I know your identity, you gotta kill me. Well, I went back to the wild, wild west, and I'll tell you what, I ain't never coming back. I'm inventing all sorts of crazy shit here that'll destroy every Terminator I see. 
uh, as soon as it's ready. So you better count your days, because they're numbered. Old Doc Brown is going to destroy you and all of your ill-gotten ilk. Ha 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 ha. P.S. Look after Einstein for me. Uh, in, in the 1950s, he hasn't yet r- revealed that he's a sentient gear from a race of aliens who look like gears. Uh, toodles. Uh, PPS, uh, don't forget, if you ever run across my fl- my friend, uh, Fling Bodily, just say hi for me. <laughs> That's a reference to Muffed Movies, The Thing. Check it out. Uh, now on, available on many podcatches. <laughs> well, Doc Brown, looks like you and I have unconcluded business sorry business smash cut to 1955 the clock tower it worked it worked great scott it worked we see doc brown from uh back to the future one remember that movie and he's like dancing around in the flaming tire tracks The mission was a great success, and Doc Brown is doing a sweet robot dance, smacking himself on the ass, just like, so happy. Time to floss, bitches! I want my hair back and forth, I want my hair back and forth. All the things he said, all the things he said, run into my head. Just whatever songs come to his... That's not my name! <laughs> uh, by the time Doc is finished uh, prancing around and celebrating himself, uh, Marty Bot has managed to regenerate most of his human tissue and appear human again. Uh, excuse me, Doc Brown? Yes? What? <laughs> I'm in need. Of a... I'm in need of. <laughs> I'm in need of a time machine. Oh, who are you? Sorry, machine. Who, who are you? I just, I just sent you back to the future. Yeah, I came back from the future. This has been Muff Movie. <laughs> Easy, man. Save some for Back to the Future. Angry! <laughs> Angry! <laughs> oh, man. So we got a Woo. Marty bot uh, going to be in hot pursuit of old Doc Brown wow. wearing a Venom suit. <laughs> How the turntables. <laughs> and poor Biff Tannen in the future is <laughs> going to be absolutely deaf, shattered foot. Just third degree burns. <laughs> Just he's he's gonna look like uh, Pizza the Hut from. Uh, he's gonna be Deadpool Spaceballs. over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Biff. Yeah. Shouldn't have tried to feel up Michael J. Fox's mom. I can't wait to. Um, I can't wait to see what uh, adventures the Marty Bot and Ronald Reagan and Ayatollah Khomeini get up to <laughs> in the Old West. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's always a party bot with Marty Bot. Woo! Well, Flora, thank you for coming on the show. Do you have anything that uh, our internet audience needs to know about? Just uh, regular podcast stuff. Um, I'm on three. 
Blurry Photos, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, and Hysteria 51. Um, be, be on the lookout for Shadows in the Desert, High Strangeness in the Borrego Triangle, coming soon to a streaming service near you. And I'll uh, probably by the time we record the third part of this, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll have more details about where you can find that. Hopefully that'll be out by then. Yeah, and by the time they actually hear the third part of this, <laughs> I mean, it's we're going to be living in a Back to the Future type future world. That's true. Which one? Well, sorry, everybody. It's up to it's up to you to decide. It's up to you and your life choices. Um, yes, you can find me at Muffed Movies on Twitter, at Mark underscore tries on Instagram. Please rate and subscribe to the Muffed Movies podcast. Uh, found on podcasts wherever podcasts are found. <clears throat> if you're in Chicago, check out the Other World Theater, where I perform improv in Portal Prov, a sci-fi improv adventure, almost every Sunday. Um, and if you don't live in Chicago, check out Other World Theater on YouTube or Twitch. Uh, all of our shows are archived on YouTube. So if you can't get enough of this funky stuff, <laughs> and you want to see my stupid bald lumpy body on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> then sh- check out Other World Theater on YouTube uh, just for fun. Yeah. Flora, we did it. We're heroes. We did. Thank you for having me. Thanks Thanks for having me back. It was an honor and a pleasure to once again polish up this turd with you. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> Ooh la la. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go die of heat poisoning now. <laughs> okay. Bye. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Psst, <laughs> psst,